for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, hello. Happy, happy spring. I hope you're enjoying some lovely weather. Welcome to Star Style. Be the star you are. We're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. And the program is brought to you under the auspices of Be The Star You Are charity. You can check it out at bethestarur.org. Coming up in today's show, we're going to talk, you know, tackle spring cleaning in our first segment because with spring, everybody gets that bug. You know, I don't know. It's just something that we want to get everything freshened up, I think, before summer. Or maybe we just want to get out of the clutter because of winter. We'll also be going into the garden for some spring spirit to find out how we can welcome uh, all the beauty that Mother Earth has. And COVID is not really over. It's just going to become a regular part of our life. So we'll talk about what, at least now, the experts are saying that we might have to do. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are, which is hosting a shoe drive to support women in poverty. Make sure you check out bethestarur.org and also going to be participating in the Moraga Fair for a lot of free activities for kids. Again, bethestarur.org. And this is from Ernest Hemingway. There is nothing to writing. All you have to do is sit down at a typewriter and bleed. Of course, those were the days of typewriters. Uh, Now you can sit down at your computer and bleed. But the other one I really like, too, is from Benjamin Franklin. Either write something worth reading or do something worth writing. And I really talk about this because I am in the middle of writing my second children's book. This one's called Family Forever, and it is going to be probably published late summer, early fall. So uh, I'm excited about it. Right now you can pick up Barnyard Bullies or any of the other books at CynthiaBryan.com. So what is happening? Spring cleaning. You know, if just the mere thought of spring cleaning overwhelms you, I have to say you are not alone. It We have, everybody tends to think about, okay, now this is the time we have to do it. So we do have some solutions that will help you stay organized and in control of your belongings. There are usually like three key reasons that we have trouble keeping our homes organized. One is that we tend to buy too much for our space. The second is we don't tend to use our space efficiently. And three is we don't maintain the space regularly. Because even if you do your spring cleaning and then you don't maintain it or you don't, you know, uh, keep it up, it's just going to get filled with clutter once again. So instead of like trying to tackle everything at once, it is great to do it one step at a time, 
one space at a time. Maybe you start with a drawer, and once you've conquered that drawer, that corner, then you can maybe do the room, and you just want to carve out some regular time to keep it tidy. Essentially, establish a routine. For example, when you are folding your clothes, um, you know, after you take your clothes out of the wash or from the, the dry line or a dryer if you have it, instead of just throwing them back in your room, either hang them back in the closet exactly where they belong, or if you're doing the roll-up folding, you know, like Marie Kondo says, then fold it up and put it back in its space. And then by organizing, you'll just realize that it's an ongoing practice. And everything we do to keep organized has to be attainable and maintainable. So the point of organizing is to make your life easier and it should make you feel calmer and less stressed. And it's not meant to cause more anxiety because you don't want to create a really complicated system. So are you buying too much for your space? Let's address that first. One of the key reasons that most people just can't stay organized, it really starts outside the home or maybe it's on the computer, you know, too many things at Amazon, too many things on all those different sites that you like, Etsy or whatever. So when you make, or I should say before you make a purchase, you have to really ask yourselves, do you really need it? Think before you buy and then buy with intention. If you ask yourself a few questions before you make a purchase, it might help you save money. It'll also help the landfill. And of course, it's going to help the harmony in your home. So what do you want to ask yourself? One is, do I really need this? Do I have another item that's going to work instead? Or is this replacing something that I already have? And once I get it, where will I store it? Are my cabinets and drawers already full? Am I going to have to get rid of something before I buy something else? Do I have room to put this away? Am I just using my house as a warehouse for storage? Or this is the big one, probably the number one reason that that people uh, purchase items that they don't need and don't even want. Is it on sale and am I buying it because it's on sale? You save 100% on what you do not buy. Let me repeat that. You will save 100% on what you do not buy. So if you really don't need it, don't buy things just because they're on sale. Just ask yourself some of these questions. Other questions are, can you afford it? Are you going to be putting this on your credit card? And then are you going to have a credit card interest that is, you know, so high that you can never get out of debt? When you're, so many people are buying in bulk these days, going to the big box stores just to save a few dollars. But where do you store it? I mean, has your house truly just turned into a storage room? So, all of these things are really worth repeating. If you do not have the room to store large quantities of items, you know, bulk items, that means like tons of toilet paper or cleaning products or whatever it is that you, you know, dog food, um, it could just create chaos in your home. It'll make you crazy. 
And making you crazy, is that really worth the savings? Most of the times, I don't think so. The second thing is, are you using your space efficiently? So you have to look around your home and uh, really analyze it. Like when possible, if you don't have pullouts already in your lower cabinets, that is really something worth doing. I installed pullouts many years ago because I had just had shelves in my, um, in my like closet and, and um, cabinets. And it made a huge difference because so many items get to the back of the cabinet and then you never see them again. It's like that's where they go to die. And if it's food items, it's where they go to expire. So if you can't see it or reach it, then you're not going to use it. So installing pullouts is just a really great idea. The other thing is if you can use the inside of doors, like if you have a pantry door or a closet door, you can mount a, um, a product that, you know, that where you could hang shoes or toiletries or cleaning supplies or hats, gloves, tools um, for the kitchen, spices, aprons, all of that. You could even put like a little uh, bulletin board on the inside of a, of a closet or um, a pantry door so that you could keep track of, you know, your daily schedules and all of that. And the thing you want to do is store like items together and closest to where the, you are going to use them so that you can find them. For example, um, if you are going to, if you eat cereal, you know, put all your cereals together, you know, uh, make your pantry organization like a grocery store, the way they merchandise. You put your pasta and your grains in one spot, your breakfast foods in another. Put goods that you consume the most at eye level where you can easily see them and easily reach them. And then use your floor space. Uh, you could put some baskets and those could uh, contain your reusable shopping and lunch bags perhaps, or maybe that's where you put your bottles of juices uh, or maybe even, you know, other other um, drinks, waters or wine or, or whatever it is that you want. You want to also just begin to address any excesses, including belongings that can be discarded or donated. You might want to contact a local hospice or a library to find it out if they have any donation needs. And that way, you you know, you're not going to be just tossing things that will go to the landfill. And you don't need to go out and buy those fancy boxes or anything. You know, that would be the last step in what you do. You always start with what can you get rid of? What can you uh, rethink the space for? And then you can consider the products because just about everybody has a hobby or a collection or some kind of fascination but you don't want it all over the house. You want to learn how to organize it so that it is all in one place. And actually, especially for collections, it's just much more interesting that way. If you have, uh, whether it's a doll collection or teacups or, um, you know, screwdrivers or <laughs> whatever it is, it's always better if you put everything in one spot. And just remember, every project, everything is unique. And so 
you you need to just do what you think is going to be best for you. But zoning is a great way, especially for garages. So you could store your household items, you know, like paper towels, cleaning supplies, closest to the living quarters for accessibility. And then any lesser used recreational equipment or seasonal decor or, um, you know, like Christmas decorations, Easter decorations, all of that. They can be in a less convenient spot. And the next thing is, um, are you really using everything as efficiently as possible? You might want to uh, purchase, and I'm not saying to go out and purchase anything, but just consider multifunctional furniture that has storage. For example, there are coffee tables and ottomans and even benches that have space in them to store games and blankets or um, shelving units that have sh uh, storage boxes for toys. If you're looking for some kind of furniture, just consider that kind of thing because it seems that, you know, uh, most people are have smaller spaces, smaller rooms. And so the more that you can maximize the space, the better it's going to be. Now, I don't think that our parents knew that editing and deciding to keep, uh, you know, what we wanted to keep and what to let go was something we needed to do. So I, I because I know that uh, on our ranch, <laughs> we had barns. And it was really great that I really appreciated that my parents kept all my, you know, everything that I had as a child and my books and all of that, because I still really enjoy those. But perhaps we're not going to be able to keep as much these days for our kids because there's not going to be that much space. So just try to edit once a year. And if you have children who are growing up or who, uh, well, all children are growing up. I shouldn't say it that way. Kids who are grown up, see if they will take their stuff because that becomes a pretty much of an issue. Also, it's great to just keep a donation box, maybe in the garage um, or a bag in a closet. And that way you can keep up with any outgrown clothing shoes, toys, etc. Now, as I said, uh, Be The Star You Are is doing a shoe drive right now. And uh, you can check out the website, bethestaryouare.org. If you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, you can even bring them th to the Moraga Fair, which is happening and we'll take them. And these shoes are going to go to uh, people in need in many different countries. But uh, it's just a really great, it's a great thing and it's going to offer people some work because they're going to be able to be micro entrepreneurs and start businesses where they can sell, sell the shoes. Um, so here are some things that you might be able to get rid of right away. You know, um, we used to call it Tupperware. I think it, there is still such a thing as Tupperware, but Basically, it was food saver containers. And if you don't have the lid, just remember, it's probably not going to come back. Now, if you still like it and you can put some um, saran wrap, you know, or foil or something over it, that's fine. But I try to at least once a year go through my drawer and toss the things because it gets so frustrating every time you grab 
a bowl to put your food away and then there's no lid and you know you're going through all these lids and nothing fits so that might be something um you know bags uh, both cloth bags paper bags plastic bags i think we probably all oversave those now it's really a good idea to keep some cloth bags or paper bags or whatever you know recycled bags let's put it that way recycled bags in your car so that when you go to the grocery store or you go shopping in any way that you're not going to bring more bags home so that's a good thing but if you just start getting too many you might want to donate some of those um if you have too many linens you can either use them you know um for the winter when you have to cover plants that are frost that are really frost sensitive that's what i do or if you don't have a garden maybe it's time to to donate those or to cut them up into rags or to you know repurpose them you probably don't need you know a dozen sets of sheets for every bed that probably doesn't work the other thing is water bottles a lot of times you go to conferences and they give you a water bottle and they're just terrific except for when you have 10 or 12 of them maybe keep a couple so that's one go through your medicine cabinet and get rid of expired medications and sunscreens um you know or any food that like canned food if anything is expired you don't want to donate that toys every year i most fire departments have toy drives and um most most uh, like goodwill and st vincent de paul and all of those kinds of nonprofits that repurpose and actually fix things up they're looking for toys now if the toys are broken or have a lot of missing pieces then they're not going to be of much use but toys are something that are usually always always wanted uh, as donations craft supplies we can get to have too many craft supplies so go through those as well coffee cups or another thing uh, that you know a lot of people just tend to um buy a coffee cup or get a coffee cup as a gift but you know maybe you don't need all those chipped ones or the ones with the handles broken or maybe you're going to repurpose it and put your pens and your pencils or maybe you're going to turn it into a pot for plants put some gravel at the bottom and and plant a plant in it But in any case you want to do your spring cleaning and especially now is a great time to go through all your clothing and then donate uh what you don't want and you know make those piles which are donate um recycle or to toss and then when it comes to cleaning your house again start small it's really great to go room by room but you might just go shelf by shelf take it small because by the inch it's a cinch <laughs> and if you're wondering where to start just remember the answer to your problem is always subtraction so you're listening to star style be the star you are this is um Cynthia Bryan and I am so happy to be with you so happy spring cleaning and when we come back from break we will go into the garden and we'll going to talk about the spirit of spring so stay with me follow us on twitter for more great ideas at voice america empowerment 
Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Are you a teenager with lots to say, but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program, Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel. And join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com You can express yourself. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is called... On the first warm day of spring, I dig my fingers into the soft earth. I can feel its energy and my spirit soar. So said Helen Hayes, and I couldn't agree with her more. This is Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And we are now going into the garden for the spirit of spring because I am feeling so much energy. I mean, did you just wake up one morning to witness most of the leaves on your deciduous trees unfurled? After our long, cold, rainy winter, the warmer weather that we are experiencing, at least here in California, is just a salve for my soul. My spirit just soars when I wake up and I think, okay, today is the day I'm going to be digging in my garden. I know, it's a cliche to say that spring is the season of rebirth and renewal renewal and regeneration. But nowhere is this more evident than in the growth that we experience in our gardens. Because the days are going to just continue to get longer until, of course, the summer equinox. The air just feels more refreshing. The flowers and the trees are in constant bloom, and we have a spring in our step. We feel younger and more alive. Um, I always love what uh, William uh, Shakespeare, uh, in his wisdom, wrote. He said, April hath a spirit of youth in everything. 
Well, hey, William, you are correct. A spring is really a magical time of the year when we can finally get back into our gardens and plunge our fingers into the soil. And instead of planning, we begin planting. And how therapeutic it is to scatter seeds, inhale the fresh air scented by the flowers, and be immersed in nature. And as we stroll through our landscapes, we can see what needs to be done and we'll also learn some new things. Plants that have self-seeded are magically popping up in unexpected places. For me, I've got the sky blue forget-me-nots. They remind me to remember and record what has happened and what will be happening in each plot or, or pot that I have used. So we have to observe and we have to interact with our plants. The emotional and mental benefits that you will receive by immersing yourself in the wonders of nature, they are actually a recipe to reduce stress, anxiety, depression, and improve your overall mental health. And as you wander in your yard or in a park or anywhere in nature for that, just plaster your face with a big smile. You'll lose track of time, I promise you that. When you're in nature, you can't help but lose track of time as you engage with the nurturing of seedlings because in this newborn growing season. I mean, I've just walked through my garden today and I have a ton of weeds. I mean, a ton because we had so much rain and because the sunshine has come out, all of a sudden things have just grown, you know, exponentially. I have clover in my lawn, and I did plant the clover because I want a lawn that has clover because clover has nitrogen, and then it just keeps the lawn greener, you know, nitrogen on its own without having to put any fertilizer. And the, the grass is probably, you know, like a foot high. It just went so fast. I have to get out there and, and uh, cut it down. But it looks so pretty. Everything is natural. It just looks like a great big uh, meadow. You can feel the satisfaction of watching your tulip bulbs grow into gorgeous cupped flowers. You'll feel pride in picking a bouquet of peonies to display and the joy in knowing that by summer, you'll be harvesting nutritious vegetables that are cultivated by you. And if you have children or grandchildren in your vicinity, you'll want to provide them with some seeds to sow their favorite vegetables or fruits. And they will be amazed at the course of nature and how something so tiny as a seed can mature into something edible and delectable. You can watch birds building nests. And I already see birds, the, the doves that are sitting on their eggs. That's so fun. I'm listening to the frogs croaking their mating calls as they have emerged from their slumber. Feel the velvety softness of lamb's ear. If you don't grow it, it, this is a really wonderful silvery gray plant, and it really does feel like a lamb's ear. And stick your nose into fragrant hyacinth blossoms. Hyacinths are everywhere right now blooming. Your spirits will be lifted in countless ways, and you're going to be rejuvenated and revitalized. And I, I can't think of a better way to welcome spring than by getting your hands dirty and reconnecting with Mother Earth. At least that's what I do. Yes, um, I am going to have to scrub my nails, but a good secret, even I wear gloves, but a good secret to keeping your nails clean is before you go out into the garden, just scrape your nails on a bar of soap. 
and you'll get that. Get the soap underneath your nails. And then when you come back in, just with a little nail brush, you brush that out, your nails will be sparkling clean. Isn't that a cool? That's a cool hack. I love it. So as the goddess gardener, I have a gardening guide for April for you. And here it is. Amend your soil before you begin sowing any seeds or planting any plants. I mean, soil is the foundation of your garden. Rich compost will help with adding the nutrients your plants will need to thrive. So make sure you get that compost and mulch and your soil is really nice and rich before you start planting. And of course, with that being said, weed before you seed. That's very important because otherwise you'll be pulling your weeds and your seedlings up at the same time. Clean and sharpen your garden tools by plunging them into a five-gallon bucket of sand that's mixed with a cup of vegetable oil. What it does is the sand will keep your tools sharper and then the oil wards off the rust. So you get a two-in-one. Small hand tools can be stored in the sand bucket if you want. So in other words, have that bucket with the sand and the oil and you can just keep your tools in it. They'll be nice and clean and ready to go. Build or buy raised beds lined with wire to make your gardening easier on your back as well as protected from the digging predators like gophers and rats. And then you can fill your raised beds with a combination of mulch and compost and soil, mix it all together. And raised beds are just a really great way to um, plant any kind of garden. And they don't have to be big. You can do small ones or large ones. But don't make them wider than three feet because you want to be able to reach across. Consider implementing permeable pavers on a patio for increased water capturing that will support your landscape. Cement is not a good, um, it's not a, a, a good surface. So you want something that is going to be permeable. Plant frost tender plants now as the weather's warming or towards the end of the month. And the ground covers, citrus, bougainvillea, summer annuals, including begonia, lobelia, snapdragon, cosmos, and primrose. They're all available for purchase and this is a good time to get them in. You can support your peonies and other tall plants that are flopping with a tomato cage. That might not be something that you've thought about, but they'll, you, the, they, uh, the peonies, because of all their foliage, they will actually cover the tomato cage. You won't even see it. Uh, if you want um, to exchange your rhizomes, bulbs, and seeds with fellow gardeners, there are so many different selections that you can do, and that's a fun thing. If you've got for example, too many um, bearded iris in your garden or too many daffodils. This is a good time to dig up bulbs and exchange. It's also a great time to sow seeds of scarlet runner bean, sweet peas, star jasmine, or morning glories and let them climb on fences and wire. So you can also create a palette of very striking um that will really be a beautiful performance with the many sizes and shapes and textures and colors of drought tolerant succulents. And these require minimal moisture. So just think about um, uh, summer coming up. And if you're in an area that does not get too much rain and might be in a drought, 
pl planting succulents is great. And another thing about succulents is if you have friends or family that have succulents, you can trade them because all you have to do is pinch a little bit off of a succulent and stick it in the ground and it'll grow. Time to get your barbecue scrubbed. And the easiest thing is with white vinegar and half an onion to clean the grates and get ready for your outside dining. It works. It just works like a charm. You can combine ornamental and edible plants to create a cottage garden and make sure your interior design and your exterior aesthetics flow like water. And the good thing about planting ornamental with edible plants is the variety of beneficial insects that you will attract. Because when you just plant one uh, type or one variety of plant, then you can tend to get more diseases and more insect infestation. But when you have a variety, you're usually going to be in good shape. Resist cutting back the dying leaves of narcissi and daffodils in case um, they are finished at the moment. A lot of people like to either braid them or they think they look ugly. But the reality is the fronds are gathering their nutrition for next year's blooms. And you don't want to cut them back until they're as dry as potato chips. And you don't need to braid them. You can just leave them as they are. If you're feeling that they're just looking ugly, you know, it's better to plant things around them and then let them, let them dry out naturally. Very important to control snails and slugs. Use non-toxic sluggo or uh, pick them off by hand. You can use copper barriers or bowls of beer. Now, they really aren't trying to get drunk in the beer. It's just that the, the hops in the beer really attracts them. And the thing is, is April is the month that these slimy gastropods are hatching and they absolutely will devour all your new seedlings. So controlling snails and slugs is really critical this time of year. Now, if you have aphids, mealybugs or other pests on your plants, it may behoove you to go to your nursery or garden center and buy ladybugs because the ladybugs are voracious eaters of those aphids, mealybugs, and other plants. But keep this in mind. If you buy ladybugs and they fly away, don't be disappointed. It actually means that you probably don't have enough pests because ladybugs fly to infested gardens. They're not going to stay in your garden because you think they're pretty. They're, <laughs> they won't. Um, they are going to, you know, move away. And then uh, the last thing is on April 29th, Be the Star You Are is going to be having a booth at the Moraga Fair. This is a Saturday, 11 to 4 p.m. And you can stop by and meet me, pick up a, a complimentary bag of spring potpourri. And kids are going to get to plant seeds in our craft area. If you have any gardening questions, I will be there to answer them. And you can find more information at bethestarur.org um, and click on events. Also, just keep in mind that uh, we are now doing this a shoe drive. And I say share your love with shoes. because Many people are unaware that 85% of consumer textiles end up in landfills. 
And that's a practice that is extremely harmful to the environment. And for the past 24 years, Be The Star You Are has been increasing literacy and saving trees because we have been collecting thousands of new and used books and donating them to disaster relief efforts around the country. And with the Russian war against Ukraine and the unprecedented natural disasters around the world, millions of people are currently experiencing difficult living conditions. And although books are always an enlightening resource, this year, Be The Star You Are has pivoted to share the love and assist with the basic need, which is shoes. Now, according to the Environmental Protection Agency, over 70% of the global population needs shoes. So in collaboration with Moraga's 5A Rent-A-Space and Mark Hoog's State Farm Insurance, Be The Star You Are volunteers have launched a shoe drive to collect and ship shoes to several countries including Haiti, Pakistan, Ghana, Ukraine, and more, to help lift women and families out of extreme poverty by providing a means for them to create a micro-business. And then these micro-entrepreneurs will be able to sell footwear at an inexpensive price from their home, from a street stall, or even a tent to enhance their income and support their families. And I'm really excited to launch this new micro-enterprise project because everyone has a few pair of wearable shoes that no longer serve us. And it's a wonderful opportunity to give them to those who need them and will repurpose them to benefit themselves and their communities. All clean, new, or gently used shoes of all sizes, boots, and work boots are wanted. Of course, no ski or snowboard boots, rollerblades, or ice skates are going to be accepted. Um, And if possible, keep the pairs together by tying the laces or putting a rubber band around them. But you can um, bring these shoes. Just check the website, bethestarur.org. And if you're coming to the Moraga Fair, you can bring them to the Moraga Fair. Or you can drop them off at either 5A Rent-A-Space or Mark Hoog's State Farm Insurance with the addresses that are on our website at bethestarur.org. So I hope that you will help us with that. Also, uh, Camp Lindo High School is spearheading a, a shoe collection as well. So if you're a teenager, that's a good spot. Um, so if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area and you want to donate your shoes, you will be sharing the love. And I thank you so much, as do all the volunteers of Be The Star You Are. So with that, happy gardening, happy growing, happy springtime, and continue listening to Star Style, Be The Star You Are. We will be back in a bit, and we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is Star Style. Ciao, and be back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. In your conversations, involve the other person by using the word you frequently and appropriately. Instead of saying, that's right, say, you are absolutely right. When you sprinkle the word you liberally throughout your dialogue with others, you are showing an appreciation for their thoughts and ideas and giving them the ownership of creative thinking. 
Communication is dependent on the engagement of two or more parties. So make sure to echo others' words and acknowledge everyone in the conversation. Mirror the feelings and excitement level of the other person. When you utilize the power of you, the reward is more credible. It is likability, trustworthiness, and it will help your business and friend relationships. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information, visit CynthiaBryan.com. That's CynthiaBryan.com. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 376, Moraga, California, 94556. Be the star you are. Org. Dare to care. You are the star. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Well, we are back, and we're going to talk about what the future might look like for COVID. Um, because we we want to think it's over, but the reality, it probably is not over. And it's, it's going to just be with us like the flu. Um, as I have traveled around a bit, it's been interesting um, especially in airports and on planes, I do the airports. Uh, a lot of people are wearing masks, which I think is a good thing because even with the colds and flus going around, it's probably a good idea to be having a mask on the airplanes they're wearing them. But in most places, not too much. Go to the post office, the post people are wearing masks. But the, it's even been, um, even in medical establishments now. Where it was mandatory, it's actually not mandatory at the moment. So here are what experts are saying on how we're going to just coexist with the ever-evolving virus. So the first question that was asked of uh, experts is, do you think COVID will be with us forever like the flu? And the, this is from UCSF San Francisco uh, Hospital. And the answer from the, uh, uh, let me see, this is the, the chief of the Division of HIV and Infectious Diseases and Global Medicine was, yes, absolutely. <laughs> the fact that COVID can be spread before a person is symptomatic lacks clear distinguishing symptoms and is carried by animals, nearly 30 species, all make it essentially impossible to eliminate. 
So vaccines are excellent at protecting against um, severe disease, but they're not going to make the uh, virus go away. So the next question to um, Dr. Gandhi at uh, UCSF, again, that's San Francisco, UCSF San Francisco Hospital, uh, University of California, San Francisco. Will COVID always be more dangerous than the flu or the common cold? And um, the answer is probably not. Um, Rarely now uh, people are getting admitted um, to the ICU with COVID or COVID-related pneumonia. And that's thanks to the widespread immunity. I mean, there's about 95% of Americans have antibodies now. It's a result of vaccinations as well as natural immunity or perhaps even both. And it's also a result of good inpatient and outpatient treatments like uh, uh, how do you say that? I don't, R-E-M-D-E-S-I-V-I-R, remdesivir, I think, and of course, Paxlovid, respectively, and the fact that the Omicron variant and its subvariants are less likely than earlier strains to infect lung cells, which is really good news. The next question asked was, will getting the current booster help if you come in contact with new variants? And um, the answer to this was yes. It may not keep you from contracting COVID altogether, but it can help prevent severe and serious illness. Just like an annual flu vaccination, these boosters are tailored to the new strains, but boost your immunity to the virus in general. The next question, will there eventually be an annual vaccine just like there is for the flu? And Dr. Gandhi answered, if COVID-19 settles into more of a winter respiratory virus, which is probably what it's going to be, a yearly booster for people age 65 and over will be recommended to maintain strong immunity and to help them stay in the lower range of danger. Vaccination is particularly important for older individuals with uh, comorbidities like heart disease or emphysema. Now, a lot of people are confused about Paxlovid. And do you have to take be really very ill to take it? Well, this was answered by Dr. Emily Landon for, from the University of Chicago Medicine. Anyone over 50 with COVID should absolutely take it, regardless of how ill they feel. Paxlovid acts like a cleanup crew, clearing away some of the virus so that your immune system has an easier job. And that means less risk of becoming very sick. And preliminary evidence suggests it may help reduce the risk of long COVID. But the earlier you take Paxlovid after becoming sick, the faster and better it works. So make sure that your prescribing physician is aware of any other medications you take as it can interact with some drugs such as statins. And I just wanted to add an aside here, if you're gonna be traveling, you might wanna ask your doctor about prescribing Paxlovid to take with you. Uh, Doctors are tending to do that now so that if you should test positive while you're traveling, you can immediately take it and, eliminate a lot of the risks or at least 
have less uh, less symptoms. Next question is, what is your advice to older adults regarding masks? Now, the, the answer, and this is from, again, Dr. Landon from the University of Chicago Medicine, with mandates lifting, masking is now a very personal decision. There are still excellent reasons to try to avoid COVID, including the fact that we are just beginning to understand the long-term consequences of having it. So ask yourself, is skipping the mask in a certain environment worth getting COVID? In some cases, like, you know, somebody's wedding, you might say, yes, I want to enjoy the celebration mask-free, and that might feel like an acceptable trade-off. And if you are vaccinated, boosted, and you have no underlying conditions, your risk of ending up with severe illness is probably pretty low. But in other instances, like grocery shopping or shopping in general, you might want to wear the mask. Now, her personal feeling is considering that masking non-negotiable anytime you've got many people packed into confined spaces. So she recommends wearing a mask at airports, on airplanes, on buses, or at the gym. Because research shows nearly 100%. This was really something to me when I read this. I was like, oh my gosh. So here's what the newest research shows about planes. 100% of planes have COVID in their wastewater after any given fact, which means at least one person on the plane is COVID positive. So... Uh, if you mask on a plane and at church, but maybe not when you're playing tennis or golfing or meeting friends outdoors, you're probably going to, you know, probably be fine. But basically, any time you spend mask is going to reduce your risk. And just remember that it's best to have an N95, a KN95 or KF94 mask. Fabric masks evidently don't really help. They sure look prettier, but they're evidently, according to the medical profession, not as useful. Now, for people who have a loved one that is living in a long-term care facility um, where they have frequent COVID outbreaks, um, do you think that you're going to be able to visit them, um, you know, safely? And this is from a Dr. Uh, Aaron Mexiger from a Hebrew senior life in Boston. And what he says is when the pandemic started, long-term care settings like nursing homes went on strict lockdown. But now we're seeing lasting health effects caused by such a draconian isolation. You know, people getting depressed, post-traumatic stress disorder. So most doctors collectively refer to these as the second pandemic. And that combined with high vaccination rates has resulted in many nursing homes becoming more flexible about visitation. So loneliness is a risk factor for many chronic conditions, including depression, dementia, and heart disease. So it is it is important to visit your loved ones, but make sure there are precautions in place, like vaccinations and masks. Um, and make sure it's possible, because if it's possible, it's beneficial. And you could always ask if there's a COVID-free area where you can visit, like a private uh, family room. 
And you don't also want to encounter other staff or residents on the unit with COVID, and that way the risks would be minimal. So I think that could be very helpful. Now, how will we be better prepared for the next virus out of nowhere? The one good thing is out of this crisis, we're going to have better surveillance of capabilities for diseases. And if a new pathogen comes up, um, the wastewater is being tested around the country and can figure out exactly where that pathogen is spreading. And in early 2020, we didn't have that knowledge. So developing the vaccines in under a year was truly a miracle of science. It saved millions of lives. And we still have to do better. And in the future, we'll want to build vaccines in four to two months rather than eight months. And, and people and uh, scientists are working on that now. So going forward, how should, we, uh, how should the government address the distrust, the ignorance, and the disdain many people have for science? Well, we have to learn to build trust by being trustworthy. So when people don't trust the information they're getting, they're going to go look for alternative sources, and that can create the context for misinformation and disinformation to thrive. How do we fix that? Number one is just reminding Americans that science is not a destination. It is a process. So what science, scientists knew about the virus at first is going to certainly be different than what they know about it today. But that doesn't mean that the scientists were wrong then or were wrong now. It just means that science is about the evolution of knowledge. And should we anticipate a future in which new viruses will steadily emerge? The answer is yes, because between globalization, industrialization of countries, and climate change, we're going to see more disease outbreaks. We're going to have more pandemics. And that is why it is super important for private companies and governments to continue making investments in diagnostic, diagnostics and treatments and vaccines. So let's have hope, everyone. Let's have hope. And people are traveling. I was in the airports this week, and it is they are packed. The airplanes are packed. And so everybody wants to get out and socialize again. Well, that is the show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you're tuned in to Star Style, Be the Star You Are every week with me, Cynthia Bryan, and also uh, uh, listening live here on the Voice America Network. For more information about Star Style production, to purchase any of my books, visit CynthiaBryan.com. If you'd like to make a donation to Be the Star You Are charity, or get involved uh, as a volunteer, or come to the any of our events, or get involved with the shoe drive, visit bethestarur.org. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. See beyond your physical being. Know you already are the star you dreamed of becoming. Cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate every moment of your life. And until next Wednesday, when we will play again here in the Star Style Playground, remember, love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. Be your unapologetically authentic self. Have a great week. 
dream and inspire and make a difference. Until next week, ciao for now. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are.